to the Small But Mighty Podcast, where we dive into the world of connection. And when I say we, I'm talking about my girl, Shannon. Hello. Good morning. Hey, hey. How was your week? Uh, it's been, it's been okay. I can't really complain about much of anything. Everything's been, been cool. It's been good? Yeah. Yep. Good. It's been cool getting everything set up. Um, because I'll be having my podcast back on air the beginning of December. So I've been ordering the equipment, making sure everything's aligned. So it's been productive. Good. That's good. That's real good. Shawnee, everything good for you? Shawnee's our yeah, producer. Excellent, just excellent joining, week. Joining us. Always good. Good. My week was chill last week. Not, you know what? It really wasn't. When did we record? We recorded on twice last week. We recorded twice last week. Yeah, it was Monday. And no, we just did it in the morning on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, that we was the week once. before that we did twice. Yeah. So we. So I haven't really. The next morning, I got into a wreck. You know what? what? This is how I know I've been doing really well with. Um, handling my emotions and my anxiety because I hopped out of that car looked at my damage got back into my car pulled into the, the um, parking lot Oziah checked to make sure Oziah was okay mind you we were on our way to his school we are just uh, we were maybe three blocks away from his school and um, spoke to the kid who was in front of me that I ended up rear ending because he slammed on his brakes his damage was very minimal to the, his bumper. It was mostly to mine. Any time I would have been like shaking just out of the anxiety of being, you know, oh my God, here's another bill. Here's the one more thing I have to deal with. Here's another, just like, you know, all those like adult things that comes with getting into a car accident. But I looked at his damage. I looked at my damage. I was like, what are we gonna do? And he looked at me, he's like, it's not my car. I'm like, damn, I go, it's not your car? He's like, it's my parents' car. I was like, well, do you have insurance? We got all that handled. So it got handled, and we didn't have to, we didn't call the police. We didn't do a report. It wasn't over $1,000 worth of damage. And so when you, you don't have to call, theoretically, you're supposed to inform your insurance. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but, um... I still think that's like under 600. I think there's like a $600 thing on that too, that you don't have to, if it's under a certain amount. And if there was no bodily, if there was no harm done to anybody, you don't have to. What do you have to pay out of? Um, it's going to probably total roughly cost me about 500 bucks. And that's, that is less than what my deductible, like what I'd be paying because my premiums would have gone up for insurance. If I report it, I would even in the long run be paying more to the insurance than I would if I would just out of pocket paid for it to get fixed. Their insurance is like the biggest fucking scam. Mm-hmm. Of, it's like, yo, like we're paying 
I don't know how much you pay in insurance, but I only pay like one fifty a month. That's right? that's roughly about what I am, and I have no accidents on my insurance. That's yeah, just because of my credit and my speeding tickets. But like the thing about it is that like I haven't had any accidents. I think in my entire life I've probably been in one accident, literally, and it wasn't my fault. Same. Why is it a premium has to continuously go up every couple of months? I feel like by me not having any accidents. You should be rewarded for that. It means you're a good driver. What? Yeah, y'all making my insurance go up every month and I'm not using the insurance. It's just there. It's like it's just there just in case. So that's the that's the no and then when you do get in an accident, it's like, oh shit. Now we <laughs> now we we might have to pay her some money to she's been giving us so it's it's just really weird that's that's capitalism for you and actually they don't even pay you all the money that you've been giving them they pay you exactly what your car was worth when it got totaled mm -hmm. and that's it they don't even yeah. pay you enough to go get a new car health insurance is the same way all you pay everybody you know everyone does insurance for my job but i still have to pay for little things like it's just crazy. Six hundred dollars, eight hundred, six hundred, eight hundred dollars for a ride in the ambulance is just. Oh crazy. yeah. Yeah, I have. I had that bill <laughs> a year and a half ago. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. My day, my week, other than, okay, so that was the morning of that day, but you know what, I think that I stay so chill because I was like, it's motherfucking Wednesday, and I'm going to go see the bodyguard tonight at the movie theater, so I just don't think anything could have, like, really messed up my day, unless I didn't get to go see the movie, like, had I, like, had, like, yeah, it was the 30th, the bodyguard was out in movie theaters, <coughs> For two days, celebrating the 30th anniversary. So they put it back in the movie theater and they're going to charge, is it free? No, free they charge, I paid to go see it. Are it was, oh my God, it was everything to me because I was too young to go see it in the movie theaters the first time it came out. But it's on TV. It's not the same. I, me being the fan that I am of Whitney, it was magical to me. It was like, I, like, I was like, I was like, God, you keep giving me, like, when I need Whitney, you keep giving her to me right when I need her. You give me a little boost of her right when, I, like, I'm not joking. It was like, it made so, like, I saw it from a whole different perspective this time. And I don't know why, what was different, but maybe I, well, I haven't watched it since I haven't watched any of her movies since she's passed away. And I literally just started listening to her music within the past three years since she passed away. Like I was so tore up over her death. That's auntie right there. We, we love Whitney. Yeah. Whitney. That's what I like, well, so I'm sitting there in the movie theater. Okay. We're going back to my boundaries based off of movies. <laughs> 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 Hold on, I'm going to laugh so hard I'm going to start to call. <coughs> My boundaries based off of movies. 
And so I have a few. Let me discuss the kissing thing. So it just so happened today, this morning at 5 a.m., I got a notification that I got added to this group, this worldwide group. Um, it's a women's empowerment group. And I'm like, cool, dope. What's this group about? Well, I guess I was in the the local or the national, the national one already. Ma'am, it was a polygamy, like a, poly, um, a, it's not, yeah, it's like a polygamy or a poly, polyamorous like group for women who like, like wh how did I get into this group was the first thing. But anyway, I went scrolling. I was like, why not? Just let's see what this group is about. And I, so I went scrolling and guess what was in there? The explanation of why a kiss is so important. Mm, mm, and it will back up my, my boundaries created based off of, based off of um, Pretty Woman. Even though her reasoning behind it was based off of the fact that she was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. The reason why I do it, no kissing, I says, because the energy, well, the energy that I had no, um, come to find out from this group, the energy that I was explaining but didn't have a scientific answer for, it's the serotonin and the dopamine that I do not like. Oh, yeah. Sean, I, I, my, I lost my headphones. Just wiggle that wire. Wiggle it. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Where it plugs in. You probably pulled it out. Oh. Hello? Testing. Uh-uh. Are you there, Shannon? Okay. Okay, I can hear myself. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I couldn't hear because I wiggled something wrong. <laughs> it happens frequently, and then I end up with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. I wish you could see her face. She wasn't ready for that joke. <laughs> Oh my god, I might have to put that up as a little, I'm recording us, like, I, people can see. Shannon, I'm screen, uh, I'm recording my screen, FYI. So you got me recording? Yeah, <laughs> but nobody, but it's not live, it's not live, it's just recording for us. Don't worry. I'm like. I won't post anything without your permission, okay? Do you need to put a shawl on and be like, or are you cool? Are you comfortable? I mean, I'm comfortable. I it's mean, blurry I'm right now anyway. I'm getting interference from Sean's internet. Okay. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm over here looking, like I got a pot of greens on the stove right now, honey. Like, honey. That's fine. I'm, greens, cause what's that song? <laughs> what's the, what's the Shirley song? The greens, green, greens, beans, yams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It was weird because <coughs> it was, I'm about to order a um a, a, a Whitney shirt. Have you heard of the Whitney Houston shirts? The West, the Whitney Houston what? Shirts. Sure. Yeah. Listen though, on Martin, the show Martin. Uh huh. Grumman, Grumman, you watch Martin? You used to watch Martin? Yeah, I know Martin. Okay, so there was a Martin episode where Whitney Houston had a concert. Yeah. And Brumman was out t-shirts. But the t-shirt, they were witty. It didn't say Whitney Houston. It said Whitney Houston. And it was Brumman in a wig. You got one. I'm about, I'm about to get a shirt. 
You're about to get one of those. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I want one. I'm dead. Send me the link where you're getting it from. Okay, I just I found it on Etsy, so I'm gonna get me I'm gonna get me and my boyfriend one. That's cute. That's funny. I love it. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> anyway, the kissing thing is the serotonin and the dopamine, and that's what connects people. You know, like if you don't sex know, does that too. Sean, Sean. There's dopamine and we're serotonin about, in sex too. And that's why, you know, I'm okay. I do it then, but I won't do it on any at any other time. I'll do it in, in the midst of. It's still an exchange of. It's not the same in my head. It's not the same for for uh, reasons. The weird thing about the kissing thing. Yeah. And even pretty woman. So you, so you, not you in general, but but in just overall. So you're cool with it's snowing outside. So you're cool with allowing someone to come inside of your body, but you're not cool with kissing them. So that's where uh, my trauma from my childhood um, ruined that boundary. You know, like that boundary was broken before it was ever set up. And so in my head, sex wasn't anything to me. And it's still pretty much nothing to me. It's just something to do that feels good. But a, a kiss to me was something that I could control because that was the, the, the time when I stood up for myself and when I finally stood up for myself and said, you're not gonna touch me anymore. I bit their lips. Therapy for that? Yeah, I go through, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how this whole podcast came about was because I had my little um, mental health breakdown and just everything exploded in my head, essentially, and started like it was all became clear, like of where everything tied back down back to. So like as a child, I'm watching these movies and I'm seeing these movies and I'm creating these boundaries that make me feel safe and self-soothe. So it's not what I want. The boundaries were nothing about what I wanted from a man. The boundaries were I was setting up rules for myself because I never had the opportunity to, to do that and protect myself. So I was finding things. So when I was sitting and watching the, the bodyguard, I never realized how much of her attitude, Rachel, the character, Whitney, how much of the flirting and the and attitude I took from that character. I have the whole movie memorized, like word, for, you know, and like I never realized that the boldness that I would have when when I would go like when I was younger in my twenties. I think I took that from her from that character you know like because she was deep down she was like this soft thing but she created because of who her character was she had to have this outer harder shell you know what i'm saying and so and she was used to being the attention and she just kind of so yeah so i think that's the influence that the bodyguard when i went and i sat in there and i watched that i saw it with a different just with a different completely, I was like, wow. 
I've, I've, I've used some of the things that she's even said, like I've, the sass, the sass, the flirtatious sass. Like, I think I got, there's, there's. Well, I, Hollywood has a very big influence on how we view relationships, um, whether it's friendships or whether it's, you know, intimate relationships. It's just like, like I was talking to my boyfriend the other day and we were talking about, I was just talking about how, I was like, God, Mary J. Blige looks so good for her age, but I don't understand why she can't maintain a stable relationship um, despite how beautiful she is. And I was just like, but you know, I get to thinking about it. I was like, if you ever just sit back and listen to My Life, the album by Mary J. Blige, like, she sounds extremely insecure and thirsty throughout the entire album. Mm-hmm. And she girl um very broken uh she was i think she was in a she was dealing with a lot of drugs um around that time granted that's like a classic album but i think that a lot of a lot of us women especially women or any woman that used to listen to that album coming up that album came out in 93 Mm -hmm. um that was mindset like we 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 wanted to be loved so bad, like at any cost. And I think that a lot of us didn't have the, um, we didn't have the option of someone, especially if you grew up in a single home, showing us how to, uh, how to engage in intimacy. So you grow up and you have a tendency of thinking that sex is love or that <coughs> someone if someone has sex with you, that that means they're automatically supposed to be your boyfriend or, you know what I'm saying? And it's a it's really a messed up cycle in a way because like you just said, you look at sex as just being a physical thing as opposed to it being something that's intimate and emotional. But I think that it takes for you to meet that one person that could really kind of learn what your love language is um and be able to adapt to that not even adapt to it i would say to be able to nurture that to nurture that broken child um that that sad little girl that's inside of you that was hurting at that moment because intimacy is definitely something that is outside of the physical it's it's purely one thousand percent it's purely like it's not even just emotional Intimacy is also spiritual in a way, um, because it's something that you could do without having intercourse. It's something that you could do without having, you know, just someone to be able to just rub on you and touch on you and hug you, um, to, to feed you, to, to give you that love. That's that's a connection that's deep. And you might find you you might actually run into that connection that might change your mind about kissing. You gotta find somebody. <laughs> so look, look, look. Shit. I tried to kiss no. Ozaya's dad, right? When we were first starting to date. <laughs> oh God. The roasting that went place after that went forward after was like terrible. I kissed him like he was my kid, like he was Gabriel. I said, I said, like that. I was like, like I was sucking on a straw or something. It was just, never again. I didn't ever do it ever again. Never again. 
<laughs> yep. I mean, while we're having, I mean, during the pro- the action of sex, you know, yeah, of course, but mm-mm. no. And I'm kind of g- glad about it. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's a. <clears throat> it's a um I know that'll be the day you know like do you have your <laughs> here comes another movie have you ever seen the princess diaries no <laughs> oh well she does there's this part or was that um or was that she's all that She's All That has Freddie Prince Jr. in it. It came out when we were in high school, right? <coughs> it was The yeah. Taming of the Shrew. T- no, The Taming of the... Yeah, it's The Taming of the Shrew. Like, um, somewhere, like, I, don't, I think it was in that one. She's All That. She did the... She wants to be able to... Whoever she kissed, she wants to be able to, like, kick her foot up. I think they make reference to it in Princess Diaries also, but like the kiss is like you put, you know, it makes you kick your foot up. The kiss is so good. It makes you kick your foot up. And that's when, you know, <laughs> that's what I was always like. I was like, when I kiss them, like when somebody wants them, gets me to the point where I want to kiss them and it makes me do that. That's what it is. Obviously I'm for, <laughs> honestly, I'm 40 now. I don't necessarily have to have all the, like the, the kicking and all that, but you know, yeah, I'm definitely a, I'm, I'm a kisser. Like, <laughs> like, how do you even, like, I don't even know how to engage. Like, literally, nothing. I am Drew Barrymore in that movie. <laughs> Never been kissed. Yeah, I, it's... <laughs> it's just something, like, like a good Like, you're just going around kissing folks? I don't kiss anybody. Sean's over there. He's pretty much shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, what's that exchange like? Like, it's awesome. <laughs> he says it's awesome. It's <laughs> like, amazing. If you, uh, a, a nice kiss. Oh, man. That's better but then than that's sex. Like going, well, but what? It can be almost better than sex sometimes. Just to, but, and to walk away, just to kiss somebody and walk away. Absolutely. Y'all are just out here kissing folks and walking away. No, nah, not just everybody. Especially, especially <laughs> kiss someone and y'all look each other in the eye. You're the eye. reason why there's COVID. <laughs> Would you say, Shannon? Especially just look at somebody and, and, and with deep admiration and you could look, in them, look them in the eyes and you could just kiss them and the kiss is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like wet I don't like cigarette tasting kisses. Teeth. I don't like kiss- Ooh, you said tea? Teeth. Oh, teeth? What do you mean teeth? Because I'm an amazing kisser. What do you... <laughs> I can't stand when somebody can't kiss Wait, me. time out. What do you mean teeth? Because they'll get all like... <laughs> do you know, their teeth. All I'm thinking about is Bastion, our puppy, their trying teeth to like come at me. <laughs> so like amateurish. The what? It's like amateurish, like very well, naive. The teeth. Now, now the next time, if I ever get the opportunity, like I'm gonna be sitting here going like this, making them faces, trying, trying not to, to put my teeth into it. Bite you or bite your. You <laughs> the tra- what old girl was doing in Superstar. Kiss the tree. <laughs> 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 Molly Shannon. <laughs> Mary Catherine Gallagher. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
she was serious about that tree. That was hilarious. <laughs> I must have watched that. Show. I love that movie. That's hilarious. That that that's just my jam. <laughs> hilarious. I love. I like those movies. Those is good. <laughs> Clueless. <laughs> the funniest part in Clueless was when um, she was doing her little wave thing. She fell off the fell off the island or whatever in front of the guy she liked, and she just popped back up. That's where I learned how to be like, because you know my butt's clumsy. That's where I learned like you just pop back up, and if you act like you're cool, they're gonna think you're funny. <laughs> Go. So. I was I was weaving in and out of my 20s and 30s based off of all these 1990s <laughs> rom-coms and teeny bopper movies. And here I am. <laughs> I survived it. I still I we we was watching shit like Belly. <laughs> I think when did I see Menace to I didn't see Menace to Society until I was in college. I the only the only um movies like that that I saw in high school was I went over to my this guy in this guy's um house. I liked him. And he and his buddies were watching CB4. <laughs> and I was like what is this? That's my first time I ever saw Chris Rock. And I was like, I was sold. CB. Cell Block 4. Oh my God. One of my favorites. CB4. Movies like CB4. New Jack City. Boys in the Hood. I mean, like, Clockers. And, uh, like, we was, we was watching movies like that. Another good movie is Deep Cover. Deep Cover is this movie with, with Lawrence Fishburne and mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hot in that movie. He was hot. You said Jeff was? Jeff Goldblum? Girl, yeah, Jeff Goldblum was that dude. Not uh He's the fly. Forever will be the fly. <laughs> oh, good. And, oh, he does uh, look good in old age. I like him with his silver hair. He was so good. Come on, Grandpa. Girl. The Deep Cover soundtrack was the first time we got introduced to Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. That was the first time we ever heard Snoop. What was his first song? Deep Cover. Duck it was, um... Shut up, Sean. It was, you was it for real? Oh. Deep Cover. That's the name of it. A Deep Cover. <laughs> I nope, it. I didn't hear it out in the cornfields. 92. <clears throat> sorry about that. You said you're sorry about that? <laughs> Woohoo! Do you want to, the first, the first song that I ever heard, a hip hop song was, you know, Baby Got Back. And the and I only heard like the first intro. I only heard the intro where Becky was talking, um, where they were talking and my parents wouldn't let me listen to it. And so when I first heard it in high school for the first time, I mean, I was like, oh my God, this is the song of all songs. Before Becky. <laughs> Before that was Baby Got Back, we had Luke. We had Uncle Luke. Too short. You know, um, Uncle Luke kind of ushered in that oversexualized uh, music of that day because you had Freak Nick and 
I knew what um, Freaknik was. Not back then. I know what it is now. Like, I've learned. Luke, Luke was something else. Luke was, Luke, Uncle Luke was on one. He, he, he was, he, he before there was Baby Got Back, there was Uncle Luke. <laughs> Pop that pussy, baby. Ooh, two, two Life Crew. I knew who Two Life Crew was That's in Uncle high Luke. school. That's Uncle Luke? Yeah. Oh, oh, shoot. You know what my favorite song of his is? Sally. That girl. There was a girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you know that because of Uncle Luke is the reason why albums have the parental advisory sticker? Yep. I would not be shocked. No, I did not know that. I'm not shocked. Mm -hmm. They took him to court. Dolores C. Tucker... And they took him to the Supreme Court because his music was way too raunchy. I mean, it really was. We had to pause it every time my mom was coming back to the computer room. <laughs> but, but he won. It was, so they was like, okay, well, we need to figure out a way that we can make sure that this music is bought by children, that's not bought by children, mm -hmm. and that they have to have parents, parental advisory needed to be on there. So and I we, feel like that's when Napster came along and said, no, that was like 10 years. Uh -huh. 10 years later. 10 years, that was 10 years later? Yeah. What? Napster was out when, no, LimeWire. We had LimeWire. No, we had Napster first. No, they went to court, Supreme Court in 91 or 92. Oh, uh, well, right, that's it what I'm saying. Napster, Napster came, yeah. we had it by 94. Yeah, it was Napster. Or 96, I mean. Well, what I'm saying is Napster came in in 96, and that's how we're stealing stealing music. You nobody, know? Had, nobody had computers in 96. I did. No, no. I've had a Mac since I was in elementary school. 96? In 1996, The internet had, didn't even go public till 98. We had, I promise you, in 96, we were, we had a computer. I mean, I believe you did. You had, your parents were teaching and shit. Yeah. So. We had computers at school. But we people a, weren't downloading Tupac's album in 96. No. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I was stealing it from my friend Josh in biology. Nobody had CD <laughs> burners until like 98. He was so... I didn't realize how new the album was, and he was so sweet. I laugh about it. We joke about it now. I was like, oh, you got Tupac's album? My mom and dad won't let me buy it. Can I borrow it so I can burn it? <laughs> and we were ripping... Oh, you're right. You're right, Sean. It wasn't Napster. 1996, we were stealing, we were stealing CDs from... Um, Clearing houses, the clearing exactly. houses. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We would, we would all open up accounts. Napster we would get our free 100 CDs for a, do, a, a penny. That's what I used to do. And then we, and then we'd burn them and sell them to our friends. And that's how we got all the. Oh, so then that's how we got all the music onto the computer. So then when Napster came along, we were uploading all the songs that we right. already had on our computer onto Napster, and boom, yes. That was '98. We were out here crazy. ripping y'all off. <laughs> crazy, like we had bootleg men. We yeah. just go to the bootleg man in the hood. Sell all the CDs that we need. Right, we were the bootleg people. We <laughs> we were in the country. <laughs> we were the bootlegs. We had the bootleg man selling the CDs at the gas station with the with the fake bags. Oh, we'd hustle it at school. We would just hustle it at school in the hallways, you know, like Tariq does <laughs> at college. You watch Power. Uh -huh. Yeah, we just did it in the hallways. We're in, we're country. 
I got real pissed. I got 100 CDs stolen out of my locker. I was so mad. I was so angry. It was the original CDs. There wasn't the ones that I burned. But after that. Oh, yeah. Days above <coughs> CDs for. When you tell Shiny D, he remember <laughs> when we used to have to perform and we had to have a CD, we had to burn our CDs. Oh, yeah. And then it went from a burn CD to us using USBs. Yep. And it used, they used to be, I, they used to be a headache for the DJs. I used to hear that the DJ used to be annoyed as hell. Like, if somebody brings their CDs and you gotta like shuffle through whatever song, that's why, that's how people started making show mixes. So that way everything will be tied in. These kids don't know nothing about show mixes. No. Show mixes were it. You had a little boom and a pow. You had a little intro. And then you would slice up the music to where it fits your, your show. I don't know if they do that like that now. Probably not. <laughs> no, not really. They just rap over the top of it. Oh, man. Nah. Trash. So you got to have your in and outs. Yeah. You got to have your... You gotta have your hype men and your hype women. Those are the mm, your groupies. I think that's all about I wanted to say about the movies is just I thought it was funny because I have all these movies that I was going through based off of my trauma in life, you know, and it was the one of my the one favorite one of my all of them that I really and it's still my favorite is Hope Floats with I have two. And it's interesting that I now I'm only like picking up movies as like big events happen. And so like my whole situation with Rada, the craziness of like my emotions and how they left and goes, there's this movie called My Sassy Girl. It's an American remake of a Korean movie. <laughs> I stumbled upon it when like through one of our arguments and I'm, you know, sappy sappy movies it was on red box and i was like oh this looks interesting it had a homegirl from 24. do you watch that have you seen that show with um what's this with, with the redhead dude sutherland. Huh? yeah yeah keep for sutherland. sutherland yeah his daughter in the movie was the lead in this movie and is have you seen the movie memento it kind of goes backwards like it, the movie starts off backwards, so you're trying to figure out, and then you get to the beginning, and it, oh, it all makes sense. Well, it's kind of how this, it's kind of how, yeah, it's kind of how this movie went. But she was dealing with like hella mental health issues throughout the whole entire movie, and um, we, you know, we're watching the movie and we just think she's crazy because we think it's this whole exchange going on. But then when you get to the end of the movie, it explains that she um, lost her fiance. Like he was coming to propose to her or something like that. And he got in a car accident and got killed. And um, she randomly ends up meeting his twin, not twin, but like cousin, brother or something like that, that she, um, just randomly through an exchange. And, um, but they never understood the connection. And, um, his grandma was trying to get them to meet in real life and they go their separate ways because they were, she was having all these issues because she was trying to settle, you know, losing her love of her life. And, um, 
she was they go their separate ways and then they um meet back up because the grandma who didn't even know that this relationship had already they had already met way back um the grandma meets puts them together again and they're like wow it was meant to be something like that it's really really long time since i've um watched the movie because i can't find it anywhere like i can't find it anywhere but it her the i connected so hard with her the the, the reactionary like the just how she was like bulldozing through life just living quote unquote free she was constantly drunk she was doing crazy things that were just funny and silly but with no care of how it made her it look made herself look and i saw myself so much in that character and i like now sitting back if i were to watch it again i'd be like I'm glad I grew out of that because I'm not, you know, I'm not that person anymore. But I felt like some when I would watch the movie, I just felt like, oh, she gets it as if it, the character was real, you know, as like she gets what I'm going through right now. And I would just sit and watch oh. the movie on replay whenever I get my like depressed modes. And it's just like it was. It's just interesting to me how music and movies played such like it helped make my it helped me make sense of a lot of the trauma I had been through because I would see the different things and in, in the different characters and how they kind of maneuvered and I and you know I can't say that every which way <laughs> you know everything made sense like or every option that I chose but when you're presented with bad and bad you try to choose you know the best of the two at times lesser of the two evils yeah yeah we go through that a lot the voting <laughs> <laughs> with voting yeah oh my god yeah um, lesser of two evils that's gonna they're, they're gonna try to impeach biden good i don't like him yeah but we don't he's been a horrible president horrible he's been horrible We've been under a ghost government. It's like, I don't even know if Kamala Harris was still alive. What? What? <laughs> like, Did you see the video I sent you? Did you watch one? that? Um, I think I sent you two, but one was about Car, um, Cargill. Do you know who they are? They pro they provide all the produce and meat and stuff for like some of the largest companies in the world. Yeah, my parents used to work. McDonald's, um, I forget what else. So they control the price and the cost of food. So when the cost of food, like they're they're actually the ones making all the money from the inflation of. Um, no, of the prices. No, no. They're using all of this money that they're making from inflation and sending it over to other Ukraine. countries. They don't, want, they don't want to talk about the billions of dollars that they gave to Ukraine for aid. Um, Ukraine. And how all of these babies in our country didn't have food for months because of these factories that were producing baby food 
having all of these uh, issues with their systems and messing up our food. That's why. That's why. Remember when when babies. Well, Cargill makes food? make yeah. Cargill Cargill has a few of those factories, and they supply them. It was it was a specific factory. Well, listen, mm -hmm. it was a specific factory. I can't think of what the name of it is, but they are the ones that produce the formula for America. Like it's they're, they're the main they're the main ones. They they were told like last September I want to say it was September when do we have that that shortage in twenty twenty one the shortage well of it was going from twenty twenty it started like late twenty twenty into all of twenty twenty one it started with COVID when COVID started September they had a bacteria issue with the baby food the baby formula they told the Biden administration. And they didn't look at it as a threat at all. They didn't find any reason of saying anything about it until like March. Because they felt like it wasn't a threat. So meanwhile, while they had all of that going on, enter the situation with Ukraine. So they, instead of them paying attention to what was going on in our own backyard, they were sending money over there and helping with their situation. So the thing that I have a problem with when it comes to our, our country is that like, we have so much shit that we need to clean up here in our own backyard. I don't, I don't like the fact that we could send all of this money over to these countries, but we can't take care of our own people. Amen. Uh, Hallelujah. I, I have a problem with that. I agree. Uh, serious problem with that. And I mean, like, I don't, I don't like a lot of things. I'm not going to go all the way into it because, you know, there's a few things you don't really want to talk about. You don't want to talk about politics and religion. Those are just very touchy subjects. I'm not scared but, to discuss it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like Joe Biden. I, I don't think that he's done this. He wasn't my choice. Other. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for him either. And I got a lot of slack from my family because I didn't. Um, I didn't a, vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Trump either. I, I wrote some, I wrote who I, I Trump. Oh, I sure as fuck did not vote for Trump. But, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump. I wrote, Mr. He, Donald Trump, let me tell you why. I wrote in like easy. Donald Trump, a lot of people don't like Donald Trump because Donald Trump really is what America is. Like, he's literally America summed up in one man. And it's really kind of like not um, like not looking in the mirror at really what did he, he's, he's loud, he's arrogant. He's wealthy. He flashes his he flashes as well. He says what he wants to say. That's what America is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agree. But <laughs> we are we are very materialistic and cocky. I would agree to that extent. But he but if you but a lot of the, a lot of his speeches and racist. He ain't. A lot of his speeches. A lot of people didn't like like Trump because he wasn't presidential. They yeah. say, oh well, he's a he's a racist. He's a but 
when Trump was in office, a lot of people don't talk about, like, a lot of black people started businesses when Trump was in office. Uh, he helped out HBCUs more than any president. There was the grants that were given that that's given to historically black colleges that was on the on the verge of expiring. So I have a question. He, I have a question. He helped out the HBCUs. What's up? But why did he do that? Because he cares about America. Because he's a president and that's what he's supposed to do. Exactly. He does care about America, not is, the is, other is that what, what was the timing of him doing that? He did it just enough time before it expired. Exactly. It was getting ready to expire. It wasn't political. Right. So it's already been there. Who put it there first? You're giving credit to a man who didn't, he, he's, he was just prolonging it. You're giving credit to the wrong man. Who put it there first? Nah. I'm just giving credit to the fact that he didn't he, he fixed let it. it expire. Okay. He could have just let the shit expire. Well, that doesn't make him, well, he could have, you're right. But then you'd really I'm, have look, I'm asking you what the climate of the, the country was at the time. He was needing, he, he was needing y'all to chill out. Because he was about, okay, and when, he was okay, pacifying y'all. But he also didn't say that if we if we didn't vote for him, that we ain't black either. Yeah, no shit. That's well, racist. Well, I mean, that's I racist. agree. Also, I, that's why I said I didn't, I didn't vote for Biden. But what I'm saying is Trump did that as a way of placating. Nah, he cares. Don't all politicians, mm -hmm. don't all politicians I do. And I, I, yeah, I mean, yes, I agree. They do. But that's why I said you have to, like, don't. So my question no, is. You have to give credit. He did it. You could have let those colleges fall apart. It's the timing. Yes, he could have let them, but his motive behind it was not whole. How do you know that? See, this is why I didn't want to talk about it. Exactly. Because it's like the moment that you say. People, we can. We what can is the reason why you like, Do what? Like, what is he that you that you dislike Donald Trump about? Because I can see the dis-ease in your face right now. He's racist, and I but that's not what where my disease is coming with the situation. Because there, I my disease is with the when white people toss things at the black community to placate them, and the black community accepts it. And I'm sitting here going. Don't do that. Like, I understand you, the, you're getting breadcrumbs. But what if yet, he wouldn't have done it? I understand the what but, if he wouldn't have, but, but that's what I... What politicians do? Do what? Isn't that what all politicians have been doing? I, and, but that doesn't make it right. That's the thing. Just because it's been done doesn't, and it's been doing, and they've been doing it, doesn't make it right. At some point, people have to say enough is enough. We're not, we'll take this, but you're going to have to continue to give this, 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 and this. And you can't. Okay, but do you know that that, that, that black people weren't originally Democrats from the first place? Yes, I do. I understand that, yes, and most, but this is not the same Republican Party. It's not the same Democrat Party. And it's not the same, and I know, that's what I'm about to say. And it's not the same, right, it's not the same Democratic Party. But, and so you can't compare apples to oranges from back in the past. You can't compare those two things. What I am saying is you can, a lot of, no, because the we got to where we're at because the civil rights movement got a lot of what they wanted. And through the 80s and 90s, people just, 
just got placated and they stopped fighting for the things. And if they didn't, if, and I feel like if they would have kept going with the momentum, we would not be fighting for the things that have to be fought for now. And it's like, I'm tired of seeing the world accept breadcrumbs from the trash ass white people who control essentially the world. And I'm, and I, yes, I'm white, but I'm tired of it. Everybody, there's no reason why we, there's no reason why we can't all just live equally to all of our inalienable rights. And I, mean, I feel like in a perfect world, I know that. Know and I'm being an idealist. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I understand it. I do. But I'm not going to give him credit when he's giving breadcrumbs. I want more. He did more pardons to, than any other president. But his his decisions didn't affect your community, though. Yeah. They do. So, his uh, his who he put into Supreme yeah. Court. He, I'm still a woman, and because of who he put into the Supreme Court, now okay, our so rights are Biden, taken away. So Biden, Biden allowing the fact that you all can't get, that women can't get abortions, if he they can't, get raped, he does, molested, that's not a problem to you? He's what, what, Biden's what fighting it. For? I did not vote for Biden. You keep on forgetting I'm not, I don't support but Biden saying, either. But what I'm saying, but we're talking lesser of two evils. What did Trump put in place that made you as a woman feel threatened in any kind of way? That felt threatened as a woman. He put in yes. he put in a Supreme Court justice who who voted against my my rights. One what, just, what are your rights as a woman? Yeah, what I should not. I should be able to go get an abortion if I wanted to, no matter where I'm at. And even though they no, kicked it back no, to I'm the state, about, I'm talking about Trump. What did Trump do for he you? He put into he put into position into the Supreme Court a woman who voted against my rights as a woman. I thought Biden did that. No, he didn't. It was Trump. Amy Comey Barrett. That was Trump. So they didn't just vote they didn't just vote on the Wade versus Roe this year? They did, but the judge so that they, they did, but the judge that made that that the judge that made that one of those decisions that was without her, they wouldn't have been able to do it. That she was put in place during Trump. Okay, but what did that have to do with her decision, though? Exactly. That's, did he tell her to make that decision? That's why he put it in. That's why she, she, she got. That's how she got chosen. That's why she got chosen because she was conservative, and he knew that if she put he put her in that place, that it would go that way. What's her name? Amy Comey Barrett. She came from Notre Dame. Oh, she from Indiana. Yeah. He knew very. Amy. And I can't respect a president who also tells people to kill his vice president. I mean, let's 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 discuss that. I can't read like you. He's not good for the country. You can't tell he me that man. He was great. No, great you country. can't be a leader and then say, "Go kill my my my." What you about Biden riding? Where did you hear that from? Uh, that's what I'm saying. From the reports, it's right there in those in this did in you, the. Did you see him say that though? It's in the it's in the reports for the all this crap they're doing for the the June sixth or January sixth okay, insurrection. Did you hear him say that out of his mouth? It was a tweet that he tweeted. 
Did you see it? You sure? Yeah. He said, go kill the ex-president. Go, go kill my vice president. It was there. He, he said that. Yeah, it, it was a tweet. And we pretty much, and uh, he's always claimed every tweet he's ever put out. And he didn't deny it. And he told, and, and he is on record, and it is videoed in his voice that he's telling his driver to continue towards the Capitol rather than to turn around and go to safety. For what? To, what do you mean for what? What are you talking about? On January 6th, when the Capitol was being ran over and they were trying to kill our the they weren't Pelosi. trying to kill nobody. They were trying. They were trying to kill Pelosi, and they were trying to kill the vice president. No, they weren't. Okay. That's not okay. <laughs> that it's not okay. And he was none of these gov but, but but the thing is, the thing is, he told he he was supposed the, to go. Of, he was supposed to go to safety, and none he, of these presidents, none of these presidents have been good for this country. The only reason why I like Trump is I would rather somebody show me they ain't shit in my face than not be shit behind behind closed doors. Be don't don't try to be an asshole but that's behind not, closed doors. Okay, but that doesn't make him a good president. Act like you're just this incredible person. It's just like with Biden, for instance. Reason, another reason I don't like about Biden, I don't think it's cool that you're okay with parents being able to decide on what gender that they want to make their children. I don't like that shit. That shit is I don't weird agree. To me. That's I don't, real weird. I don't agree with that I either. Like, that. like I said, I didn't vote for Biden. But I don't get down like, with I, a per I like Trump. I like Trump more than I like any really any other president that has been in the office. Any I like Obama, but Obama did some sneaky shit too. Mm -hmm. And even though he even I'm not going to be that one that person who is black and be like okay Obama was my favorite president because he wasn't he was just he was just a good representation in office he was a good face to put up there but he wasn't the best president that this country has ever had we'll never have a perfect president <coughs> cuz you can't you can't probably. satisfy you can't satisfy everybody Kennedy was but the last you can't, real democrat historically, we have but, had a good president historically if you read we haven't had a good president since JFK. That's what I just said. I <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We probably will not, especially in this world, That's why they not killed him. have a perfect president. And even JFK was not perfect. He had his other other issues and problems. That was the last Democrat. He, okay, besides him being a whore. <laughs> no, there is, he was not politically perfect either. But he cared about the people. He did care about the people. And he did care about what they, you know, he, he's the best for the people president we've had. But he did some shady political things as well. But, um, and I'm not talking about just... All politicians. Right, all that's politicians what, and that's what I'm... Somewhere. Absolutely. But you don't get to cause and encourage... You don't get to cause and encourage a riot. He didn't. Okay. <laughs> I like Trump. And you know who else I like that a lot of people don't like? I like Candace Owens. Ooh. <laughs> I love her show. I love her show. She has a show on YouTube, and it's just like, damn, man, she be saying some shit that I be really, like, thinking about. I like Candace Owens. I do. Like, I, the, the older I get, and, and, and being that I'm in with this podcast world and, and, and technology is, is advancing, and we see so many things that's going on in our country, 
and in our world in general, I like to get different aspects from people, even though the other, even though most people, be, most black people especially, be like, man, I don't like them. I don't, I don't, I don't like them, or I don't like them for this reason. I'll listen to them just to see what it is that you all don't like so much, and then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll base my opinion off that. That's why I'm a realist. Like I don't just follow the crowd. Uh, I don't jump on the hate trains of what people say. I, I, I formulate my own opinion based upon what I could get from when I hear this person talk. Is uh, And then I do my own fact. <coughs> well, um, like what you said about old girl, like I'm going to look that up because I'm, I'm curious to know um, more about that, but it still doesn't change the fact that honestly, we'll be better off really running our own country at this point because politicians have failed all of us well this i here's the thing i'm not i'm mad at how january 6th went down but if you would have um ever since mike brown got shot i've been saying we need to revolt but not in the way of january 6th in the pre in the preamble in the preamble it says that if our representatives do not represent us, their constituents, the way we want to be represented, we have the rights and the obligation as a country to overthrow the powers that be and start over. Was that not what they were trying to do? I said I was, I said I disagreed with how they went about doing it. I didn't say I was against it. How would you overthrow it? I wouldn't, take, I wouldn't kill like, people like, or, or attempt to. If, if people I'm a lover, Sean. If anybody needs to be upset and try to overthrow the government, it's the Native Americans and people. <laughs> well, absolutely. But we don't have time for that shit. Like, we're trying to figure out how we could survive right now. <laughs> Did you hear him? We don't have time for that. What did he say? Rocky. <laughs> He's over here growling at me, the dog. He don't agree with your politics. He doesn't. Like he doesn't like the tone. Because you don't I'm like using. Trump, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like. He doesn't like the tone I'm using with his dad. <laughs> He's like, you better talk to my. You better talk to my dad with the correct tone, or I want to come over. He did, and I turned around. And I looked at him, and that's when he stopped. I was like, what? <laughs> You're okay, buddy. I just think that it's just really about. It's, it's all about your own individual size. Like, I I respect, <coughs> I respect anybody's thoughts on, on who is what, but at the end of the day, you you got to be in control of your own life and do the best that you can to make sure your, your, your family and your household is at peace. I rarely even watch the news. I don't like, watch I don't, the news. I, watch I read. News. Um, if I find out something, it'll come up on my phone, but... Truth be told, I don't follow politics that much these days. Um, it's kind of it's kind of waste of time. Um, seeing what, seeing how things are, and seeing how our rights are just slowly but surely being taken away from us to have freedom of speech. I was watching George Carlin mm-hmm. yesterday, and um, I was just amazed at his cadence and how open he was about politics and thinking to myself like no he would never be able to say that if he was alive today so thank god we have people like dave chappelle Mm -hmm. who can 
go on Saturday Night Live for a whole 15 minutes and not just speak for people of color, but speak for all people who are realists and and um, can identify with the fact that, like, yo, like, it's something so much bigger that's happening in front of our eyes and we can't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> You're a realist and I'm an ideal and I get categorized as an idealist and I feel like that's still a wrong label for me because my idealism is I, I would is more of my belief in faith that if you do everything in love like you're supposed to in the first Corinthians 13, one through four, if you do all those things the way you're supposed to from a place of love, like we could all love, like if we all loved, everything would be perfect in the world if we did it through love, right? But you also have to understand that if that were to happen, that means we would all be in accordance and we'd all be on in one. And if, when, when that day happens, that's when Jesus supposedly comes back. So in my head, I know we will never all agree. We will never all be in accordance. And I know that even though no matter how badly I know in my head that if we did everything in love, that that would be possible, like that that's what the goal is. I know that that's not going to happen. And you don't see oh. those things. And like, I know that's not going to happen in my lifetime. It's supposed to happen at some point, but I know it's not going to happen in my lifetime. So that's kind of where the real, like, I see, I had the realist, but my faith tells me to have faith in it so much. And I have so much faith in God's love for the world and the, the ability that of what love can do that I refuse to accept anything else other than the fact that I know love could win everything. And so that's where my head is always like positioned. And see me being a realist, I just truly believe that there's going to always be light and dark. And the biggest issue that we have as a human race is only thinking that something needs to just be one way. Like, for instance, like you just said, love. Love is a beautiful thing, but at the same time, you still are going to have darkness at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely, there's because without why, it... There's well, a reason There's a reason why, as a Libra, why scales and balance is so important to us. Because we know <laughs> deep down, we know that there's dark in, there's darkness as well as there's, there's going to be hate as much as there's going to be love. The point is, is that there has to be some type of balance. You can't have too much of one because, yeah, you can have love all day, but that doesn't, like, like darkness is going to bring you respect. You, I would rather have just as much as respect as I have as love. And well, I mean, you can love something, but too much love is over, it's, it, it could be, it could be overly done if it's not done properly. Well, that, yeah, yes. And I also, I'm talking about an agape love, though, that unconditional love, not that infatuation love. I'm talking about that everything love. Everything has conditions. Everything has conditions. I don't believe that anybody could really fully love somebody unconditionally unless it's their child. Well, that's what, say- that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that, um, 
what I meant by, you know, if we were all able to do, that's why I'm saying it's not going to happen in my lifetime because you, you need to, well, it's supposed to by revelation, it's supposed to, but, but that's it, only your, you well, know, that's your what I'm saying by, well, that's what I'm saying. It's my religion and my faith and my belief. And that's what I'm saying It's you're right. There's always going to be light to dark. And that's, you know, on Friday, I was saying the same thing to Sean. It's like you, you can't have the good without the bad because you wouldn't we'd be in the Garden of Eden again because the Garden of Eden and you didn't know any of the bad. And so I understand that you we will always have that to offset because we can't appreciate the blessings and the good things that God gives us without having those bad things. And you also have to go through a struggle to be able to get to the next to the next place where God wants you Which to be. Which is the dark. Well, right, exactly. I know that's the, that, you know, they call it, you know, the wilderness or, you know, all these different euphemisms and things. But um, you, it, you still ultimately know that what conquered everything was the love God had for us by sending Jesus. So in my head, no matter what, the answer to me is love. And I can't, and but who's the God of the, of earth? We're not worshiping gods see, of earth. God of earth is Satan. And we're living well, in see, Satan's what, world. That's, no, that's, well, see, that's, yes. I have something to send you on that. I'm not going to get into that. I'll have, but I have something for you. If we're going to, if I'm allowed to send more than five texts. And you know, maybe that will be a topic for another discussion. Like that whole concept is confusing to me. Oh, it's, it's, I would it's, love it's, to have that conversation. It's extremely, com yeah, it's just constrict. It's it's extremely confusing to me because I don't look for God outside of myself. I don't I don't see a a a, a sky daddy in the sky that's looking to punish me and send me to hell if I don't do something, if I don't do a certain thing. He's not. He um, he doesn't. That's not. And I, I don't, don't see I don't, that either. I don't, I don't look. I don't look as God as a sex either. Like, when do we start calling God a he? Why is that? I've always imagined when God, I've always imagined spirit, him right? as yeah. I've always imagined him, imagined him as whoever he needs to be in the moment when he needs me to receive whatever he's trying to give me. Right, but you still keep calling him a him. Right. Because he's a he to me. But how? But but because it says he's the, because in the Bible image. it says he's the father. Yeah, but I look like my dad. I don't look like my mom. But your mom has you. I know that's what I'm saying. You could be made. I could be still made in his image, and it says he in the Bible. It says like you know. So I could be made in his image and still be a woman. I can still look like him and have the characteristics of him and still be a woman is our spirit. That's what's but made. But, but if God is a he, you, you are woman. How? Because we're not how, identical. How we're made in his image. That doesn't image doesn't mean phys physical in that aspect. His image. We are to be made like him spiritually. Our spirit is supposed to be made in his image our inner you believe that absolutely this is a whole different that's a this, that's yeah. a 1010 percent because i'm made up in my parents image i'm half my parent like i'm half of each of them so if right. my so, so if 
it am I supposed it to only? It doesn't. It doesn't. So, so by you saying that, now my, now, now, now my, I'm, I'm speaking from a balanced standpoint. So by you saying that, could, could, could God maybe be maybe, male and female? Why would we? Why do we put a sex on on the spirit? The spirit doesn't have a sex. When I refer, that's, it says father. That's what the Bible said, though. Right, and the Bible is his word. How do you know that, though? If the Bible's been... Because of the relationship I have, because of the relationship I have with him. If you have... How do you know that that's his words? Because of the relationship I have with him. So you talk about what's inside... Have you ever heard God speak? Yes, I have. And I've, I've, I've had... What does the voice sound like? It's silent. It sounds like your voice, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. What does it sound like? I just told you. It's no, it's almost like a silence. It's this peaceful. It's just this. It's different for everybody, Shannon. You, what you hear and how you hear him, her, or however he comes to you will be different for each person. It's about your individual relationship with him. And people don't believe me when I say I hear from him, but I have had literal physical proof that he has spoken to me. He told me my grandmother was going to die. He came to me. What would the voice sound like? like, It's silence. I told you. It's a silence, kind of like a a deafening. It is. It's this deafening. It's not my voice. It is him. I'm saying it's not a voice, though. To me, it is a voice. You, what you, I'm not going to be able to, to describe it to you to where it makes sense to you because you're expecting to hear this, oh, like Mufasa from the sky. What's his freaking name? Earl, James Earl Jones. That's not what it is. And to each person, it's different. To me, it's like I'm in the hall of faces in Game of Thrones and it's this deafening silence and you just kind of move through this space with him. He told me my grandmother was going to die at 5 a.m. one morning on a Saturday, and I woke up at 5 a.m. and I got ready because he told me she was going to die. Nobody believed me. My ex-husband heard me jingle my keys. He continued to beat me for two hours, kicked me in my, kicked me and stomped on me, and I missed my grandmother dying by an elevator ride up, and she so is 45 minutes away from me. What? That's not fishing. That's not what. That's no, not that's not, intuition. people can, no, it was not intuition because I hadn't, that wasn't, it wasn't, oh my gosh, he specifically said, Corey, get up and go. And I should have just gotten up and gone. I shouldn't have taken the time to take a shower. I should have just gotten up and gone because had I just gotten up and gone, I could have probably grabbed my keys fast enough to where I could have gotten there. Well, I know I would have gotten there. I would have gotten to talk to her. I would have gotten to hug her. He, my ex-husband stole two hours, the last two hours I could have had with my grandmother. And God told me, cause he knew I was gonna need that. But I, but he used that in a different way because then and when, my, when I got there, I rode that elevator ride up. When I got into the room, my grandpa wasn't there and she was still warm. That's how, that's how she was still warm. 
and knowing being a, a lifeguard i knew how to check her pulse her her oxygen mask wasn't on her face so as to, i i came in put the oxygen mask back over her face i noticed that she like she, it didn't look like she was breathing so i checked her i went over and i grabbed her i held her hand and i checked her pulse like this so that it didn't startle her if she was just asleep and breathing shallowly shallowly i couldn't feel her pulse so i laid down like i was going to hug her so i could hear her feel her chest rise and hear her breasts and there is nothing and just at that moment my grandpa walked in and you could tell by his eyes were bright blue because when we cry our eyes turn really super bright blue and he just looked at me He's like, we were trying to find you and call you. I was like, oh, Matt didn't tell you, my ex-husband, my ex he, he didn't tell you? He didn't tell you I was on my way? He didn't tell you? Of course not, because if he told them, he would have had to admit that I already knew that I had, was on my way. Like he would have had to admit what he did to me. And so like, I hear from God, God told me to go learn sign language because I was gonna need it because of one of my kids. And one of my kids, parents is deaf. Ozai's dad's deaf. That's why I went to, you know, God told me at 18, told me that I needed to go learn sign language because I was going to need it because of my kids. God told me just recently, I can't say the most recent one, um, is had to do with a passing in the family. And I text, I told Ozai's godmoms that this was going to happen. And when I, when I found out it happened, I told them and they're like, you, you nailed it. God talks to me constantly. Prophets are real. I wouldn't call myself a prophet, but people can prophesy. It's about the relationship you have with God. And I can't explain it to anybody. I can't make you understand it until you actually have that experience. Man, hey. <laughs> You're like blown away, aren't you? You don't know how to process all that, huh? <laughs> I mean, that's why my 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 whole thing is like love can like the kind of love I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Jesus kind of love, and we're never going to see that in our lifetime. I know we won't, but I believe in I it. Believe, I, I believe that um, I just believe that a lot of the a lot of the the, the story soul when it comes to religion and beliefs and this and that. If I didn't have testimonies I, to 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 solidify I've it. I've had plenty of I've had, I mean, and I, I've had, they come from a very religious family. My sister is a pastor. Her husband's a pastor. My auntie's a pastor. My mom is deep in the church. And um, I just don't, I just believe we've been sold a lot of shit. Um, I just, once I kind of got out of that mindset, honestly, I've been a lot happier, freer. Anxiety, I don't, I don't deal with certain things from my past, my childhood, the anxiety, the hurt, the lack of intimacy, the, and the, the all the shit that was clouding up my memory and my and, and my judgment and how I moved through life, um, feeling as if I needed to lean on this imaginary concept. Ever since I walked away from that, I realized that I'm in control. 
with how I handle my life. I'm not saying I don't believe in God. I'm not an atheist at all. But I don't believe in the, the scripted story that I've been told of who God is. I don't believe in that. And I, I don't take nothing away from anybody who does. You know, you go works best for you and your situation in your life. As long as you believe in some type of spiritual guidance, I fuck with you the hard, the hard way, the long way. Period. I don't care if you believe in Buddha, and and long, long as you believe in something that gives you peace, that teaches you love, honor, respect of the other individual, I'm with that 110 percent. And then I do. I rock hundred and ten percent. If that's how, if that's what if that's what gives you peace and makes you feel that way, if that's what helps you out through life, I'm with it. <coughs> My it's just how I I I discovered it. And it took for me it took for me to go to multiple different types because I've been to different types of religious um places like I, I, I i've been my brother's a muslim so i've been to the mosque i used to go to the mosque all the time love love listening to, to the ministers there um i've been to a unitarian churches i've been to buddhist temples you know what i mean and then you know i, I was i got into the spirituality thing and got real deep into the other side of spirituality when it comes to the cult when it comes to um just spiritual essence of things and i realized that like yo like what if it's not really at all what if it's really not that hard? Like, it, it it's really, not that difficult. It really. What if you just go through life? What if you just go through life, do right, people, right? Don't lie, don't cheat, don't manipulate minds of people. Just be honest. Be honest with yourself. What if that age just? Maybe that's just really what God really wants us all just feeling as if we need to place judgment on somebody else because they don't think a specific like you notice I didn't stop you not one time during your testimony because that is your that's your testimony. That's your life. That's what you've been through. But I don't like how sometimes people who are super religious pass judgment on another person based upon how they live their life, how they talk, how they carry themselves. Because they don't go to church, they must be this way. Because they don't go to the mosque, they must be this way. Because they eat pork, they must be this way. Because they... I just believe, like, if you live according to the guidelines of things that you intuitively know is right and wrong, you shouldn't have a problem. There used to be, I don't know, maybe you'll look this up, 42 laws of my eye, right? They're just, and this is where, this is pretty much where the Ten Commandments was birthed. These laws are actually still written in the temples in Egypt, which is where the Bible came from. Simple as laws. Don't steal, don't cheat. Don't lie. Don't sleep with another man's wife. 
don't sleep with you know what I mean basic shit don't 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 don't, don't uh it says things like don't uh don't waste water <laughs> don't waste food don't judge that person it's simple as laws and I feel like if we as a society could get back to those and we don't just look at a person based upon how their relationship is with the creator how they live their lives what color they are what their what their color background is I think that that that, that to me would be peace on earth well um the reason why they don't focus on the laws anymore if for the, from the Christian as depending on what your faith is is because that's the old covenant and Jesus broke that Jesus came and created a new covenant so to explain that essentially we're all even even with the laws people are still sinful people second we all judge no matter what every every decision you make is based off of a judgment you made it is a judgment and what we are called to do is is to judge but not condemn and um but i don't go around saying you're a bad person because you don't agree with my faith my you know what my faith is and what my beliefs are that's i i'm, I'm not that type of person never have been and but um I know that's where a like I know there's a lot of people that do it and I felt it myself you know I've been judged for wearing things that the Saints don't feel were, was appropriate for church I've been you know judged just for my personality and how I am you know like but that doesn't but that doesn't because we're because you, but I can't let somebody else's pr projections sway me from what I know is still, you know, true to me. And so... But, it, but intuitively, you know what's right or wrong, right? You, you know what's right or wrong in your heart. You know that it's wrong to go in a store and steal. You know that it's wrong to kill someone. You know that it's wrong to lie. So you know these things, like these laws are literally instilled in us. We don't need nobody really to tell us shit. Like, but yeah, people still don't need but nobody people, to tell you. But people still do those things. And that's why you should, a lot of people, to do. a lot, well, a lot of people are, that are judging are using those very laws that you're talking about to judge like this is basic why can't you do it you know what but what laws if, what laws am i talking about you're talking the laws that the ten commandments came from there's like over a hundred right. actually what? there's over a hundred so, there and what you're saying but what i'm telling you is if you actually are supposedly a christian and you're supposed to be living from the new covenant and the the ten commandments and all of those things are the old covenant jesus came and broke like and rewrote the covenant and truly the very last covenant he ever made with us is that we are called to love that's it 
that's the very last one. But he's, the one that when people refer to the new covenant, most of them are referring to the fact that he died on the cross and all of our sins were washed as long as we accepted him as the one and true living. So if that's the case, right? Mm -hmm. If all of your sins are lost, if you accepted Jesus in your heart, why do people still do because Bad we're still human and that doesn't make because people because we're human we are human so so, no so, matter what so we're going to be dirty okay. it's because so, no matter what we're going to be dirty because so, of adam and eve so with that of the being fall. said with that being said a priest right a priest this is a man of god it's still human knows the bible not so it's okay for you to touch little boys? I didn't say it was okay. Like that's human? Nobody no, said it's okay. But I'm not saying that you're saying it's okay. Let me finish. I'm not saying that you're saying it's okay, but that's human? It's the flesh. It is the flesh. The flesh equals sin. It's the flesh in. It's the sin in the world. It is the sin in the world. It's going to always be there. And it's always going to, right. It's always going to be there because without the sin, without any of the negativity, without any of the bad, like I was saying earlier, you cannot, uh, you, we would have nothing to choose from. And the whole point from all the way from Genesis, from the very beginning was that God has given us the right of choice. So by this being a man of, my question is, so by this being a man of God who knows God so well, he didn't hear the voice of God telling him that that's not right. You don't think? I don't know. I he probably did, but what I'm saying is there is still sin, and we all have our own sins, and we all act out our sins in different ways. I'm not saying that he didn't know. He absolutely knew it was wrong, but that was his his sin. That's his sin. Just like Jeffrey Dahmer's sin was was just like Jeffrey Dahmer's sin is killing people just like you know my sin is probably you know i have a lot of them i'm not out here killing people i'm not out right. here molesting but kids still a good, but you're a good person but though. i still have my you know sin I mean? well but, but i still have but all sin is equal in the but eye of god good, i could kill some good person you're not but am i anyone? but am i because i could be killing somebody's spirit do you see what I'm saying? Like I could be, ki I could be killing, like literally, sure. I could be killing somebody. It's not even. I, I don't even see. First of all, <laughs> you just sat here talking to me about some. But what I'm saying is, but that's what I'm saying is like, we don't, but my words hold power. So what might be helping somebody else could be killing somebody else. And you kind of walk these waters. And that's why, you know, pastors have to be careful. You know, that's why, you know, there's all sorts of things. It's a very muddy thing and we're all going to fall short. That's why, was it last week or two weeks ago, I said, I'm the perfect Christian. And when I mean perfect Christian, I mean I'm flawed and I'm not going to get it right. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> I wish everybody could see her face because y'all, she's like, this is deep. But you know what? Your your job is about to start in 15 minutes. So I feel like I just cluster fucked you completely. <laughs> You're over here just mind blown. But, but I like having these kind of conversations. I know you so. do. Yeah. I know I can feel like you I don't want to go to work now. <laughs> well, no, it's okay because we, we be talking about shit like this at work. Okay. Girl, it'd be, it be, it be, it be crazy. I like, I like having these conversations because I don't like, that's what I'm saying. That's why, that's why I am a realist mm -hmm. because I like to ask these type of questions. They don't come from a, a, an emotional place. Right. I'm it's a place of curiosity. You're right. It's a place of curiosity. And that's what I was telling. It's a place of curiosity. Yeah. And that's why I was telling, like, that's, if you look at my, like, close group of friends, like, you know, mm -hmm. I have people like, most of them are like you. We're all highly curious people who want to know about the world. And we ask the questions that are, no, not politically correct, or they make people feel uncomfortable. And we have the conversations. And I think that is... <coughs> That's why I love my little group so so much. It's because I know I I'm feel like I have a safe through. place. Do what? I'm gonna send you these forty two these forty two ideals. I'm gonna send you this. Okay. I think I think I think you'll 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 read these and be like, that's not so hard. Like, <laughs> I'm so I'm pretty sure I know like, what you're like, talking you'll, about. You'll look at your, you may really like look at yourself and be like, you know what? I'm not a bad person at all. I don't think I'm a bad person. I just know I'm that I'm, like, I have like some I'm my saying, sins. I'm saying, anybody, I'm saying anybody in general. Oh, yeah. Because we do, we do sometimes be harder on ourselves than we need to because True. we are basing our lives on what they're saying is right and wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you made a very clear point that you're human. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people know that the shit that they're doing is not right and they still do the shit. Mm-hmm. They'll try to, and, and the thing is, is like, they'll try to do something like, okay, well, I need to, I need to repent. That's like my ex. You knew, you, you knew that was some stupid shit my before you even do it. My ex. Like, what would you, what would you, oh, I need to do some Hail Marys. Like, my, like, my, before you did it. my ex, my ex, the one directly after my ex-husband, man, we'd go to church and we'd get into an argument and fight and I would bring it up. I was like, you just did. He's like, I went to church on Sunday and I asked God for forgiveness. He's forgiven me. Why can't you? I was like, cause you keep doing it. Like you keep doing it. You don't, I was like, that's not how forgiveness works, dude. You can't go ask God for forgiveness we, and we, then turn around and do it the next day. day. We call them six day sinners. <laughs> I'm like, six what are you? You're going to church. They go to church and they go to, you know, go to the beat, beat assholes. I know because this is another thing that threw me off. Like living in the South and being in the Bible Belt and 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 people like Creflo Dollar oh. and all these big pastors used to come into my restaurant I used to work in straight from church and be complete, utter assholes. Man. They don't tip. They treat you like they owe you something. Because you got on this big ass fluffy hat and you think that I'm supposed to just give you whatever you want because you went to church today. But you being a complete utter asshole. You know deep intuitively, you have to know deep in deep in your heart 
that God is not liking how you're acting right now. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people know better. Whether we're human, we know better. My cat knows better. His dog, <laughs> Shiny D's dog knows intuitively that maybe I shouldn't bite up this shoe because I know that my master's, he told me that this is not a good thing to do. Right. Like, he knows that. He knows that he may not want to come come shit on your lap right now. Like, he knows that's not a good thing. So he may shit on the floor. Like, we all have these things within us. I'm gonna, nobody to tip man, I'm gonna connect the dots next week. I'm not gonna have you on next week because my listeners, I've been promising my listeners a show about PTSD. But I'm gonna pause the um, this because I have um, an explanation for you in the sense of I do have to mention it so I don't forget it. Um, well, dang I it, I forgot it that fast. I'll I'll play it back. I would love to, to do, and, and this is something I'm actually going to do on my podcast, I would love to do a show where you come on and I, I want to do a show where we break down like why it's important for religious people and spiritual people to really align with each other. Mm-hmm. Like we really low-key kind of need each other um, because at the end of the day, we're all enlightened um, with the fact that there is... Um, there's another entity outside of ourselves that we should be able to utilize more with everything that's going on in this world that we know is in a dark place. So I think that that'll be a really good topic for the show. If you want to kick it off, I'll come on to your show and we can continue the conversation then, you know, and then people can come over. We'll do that. Let I me know when you want to do it. Be cool. Okay, well, we'll do that. You, I love you. I don't want to make I don't want to make you late to work. Have a good day. You not? I only gotta walk like two steps to get to my job. You just got so. you just got scoot over to the other cushion. That's it. I only got to walk <laughs> Today's my day off. I gotta go get with my trainer, and then I told Oziah if I don't get any phone calls from the teacher or any texts, that I'll come watch him do karate. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm, I love you, baby. All right, I'll have you have a great day, and I'll try to continue my oh, great I'll day. Have day. All right, Next one. <laughs> bye. bye. All right, all right, all right. That was my girl Shannon. Thank you for um, joining us, and we'll be diving back into the normally scheduled PTSD. I swear, I promise y'all, I will not let my ADHD throw me off. Like, we will get back on track and on topic next week. So please come back. If you want to um, listen to the episode about stress so that you're ready for next week, that is episode two. I, you know, it's fun. Why don't you just listen from episode one so you can learn a little bit about me and then tune in the rest of the time. We'd love to have you and everybody who has been tuning in. Thank you for all the love. Please share, send it to your friends, grow our community. You can um, look us up on Facebook. It's a Facebook group. It is private so that we can have conversations in there, but you can search it. So like if you look for me, it's just the small but tiny podcast and you'll find it on Facebook. Other than that, you can look me up on Facebook. My page is public, and um, yeah, we I share my stuff there too. So yeah, come find me, come join me on this little adventure of life.
Love ya. Bye.